0: Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. All right, guys, we're here with one of my dear friends, McKenna, and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. She is an amazing woman. I got to meet her kind of by chance. I was speaking at this thing in Utah County a while ago during COVID and things, it was just like a l- last minute, like things had to move. And then I went and we connected instantly. And she followed me out downstairs. Cause I had to leave early. Cause I lived so far away from Utah County and it was like 10 PM. So she followed me out and she was like, take my journals, take this. I love you. I want to meet you. I want to be your friend. And I feel like instantly right then is when we clicked and just became like best friends. Like I love her so much. And I feel like we connect on such a deep level without even knowing that much about each other. So that's how McKenna and I met. And then she just finished my two months of coaching with me. And so I watched her journey in her business that she kind of just really committed to this year explode, which we're going to kind of talk about that. Like that's kind of not the topic of this today, but at the same time, I want to kind of talk about all the fun things that you're doing too. So we'll do that later. But first I want you to kind of give us a little introduction of who you are, what you do and all that.
1: Okay. I'm McKenna Brown. First of all, I love you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me here on the podcast. It's really an honor, really, truly. So I am a mother um, of four, and I've been married for almost 12 years. After the birth of my fourth child, I suffered with extreme um postpartum depression and anxiety. And I I actually looking back, hindsight's always 2020. I had depression and anxiety, mostly anxiety, after um some other children. It just kind of hit the fan. Um, after the fourth and I drove myself to the behavior hospital and to be honest, um, I don't talk about this a lot and I wasn't planning on saying this, but, um, I feel strongly I'm supposed to, there were two other moments where I, um, was supposed to be back at the hospital, um, a year ago today, actually, um, I don't want to get emotional. I saw on time hop, a picture of me on a mountaintop cause I ran away from my family and, um, I I called the hospital and I said, do you have room for me? I, I need to be there. And, um, they didn't, they said I'd have to, they didn't have much room for me. And so long story short, I, it was a tender mercy. I got pulled over and, um, my sister showed up and, you know, we handled it, but it was real for me for a lot. And I'm finally, feel like life is under control, but I'm super grateful for that journey because, um, now I have a journal company. I found journaling as a therapeutic, um, outlet. And now I have journals for women and an academy for girls, a confidence course. I do retreats for women and, um, yeah, I don't have it figured out, but we're learning and growing together. So it's been a fun journey.
0: She (laughs) is selling herself a little bit short because she has so much figured out. And oh. it's amazing. Like she is incredible. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her and hear her story. So <clears> I want you to tell us like when you were in that place, cause a lot of us have been there, mm-hmm. maybe not as far, but we've all been on different levels of the journey. I feel like probably everyone who's a mom, yeah. maybe yeah. not everyone, 90%. I feel like, and a lot of us don't even know how far we're there until we're like so far gone. Right. And we look back I suffered with, um, postpartum anxiety with my second, really, really bad. And I didn't even realize I had it until two years after I had her, because at that point I was so like, just anxious. And just like, I like needed my husband with me everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even realize how bad I was until I started coming out of it. And then I looked back and I was like, oh my gosh, but I was trying everything. Like I was going, I flew to Arizona. I went to uh, energy workers and, all sorts of doctors, like something's wrong with me. I don't know what it is, but it was postpartum anxiety. And I think a lot of people have postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and just anxiety and depression in general, and they don't even realize. So how did you realize you were as bad, like as far down the path
1: as you were? So, um, it honestly, (laughs) I was in survival mode and I was just enduring every day and I didn't I thought that I could just do it on my own and so I was just like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine like I remember at therapy she's like stop saying that word like stop saying you're fine um it wasn't until it just um I didn't realize how bad it was until I was literally walking into the hospital like it it's all a blur um I had a similar experience after my second too didn't realize I had postpartum anxiety until I looked back um, and saw that I didn't need to live like that as long as I did, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, so I felt empowered to kind of share people that um, it doesn't have to look a certain way you don't have to be driving yourself to the hospital. You don't want to like shake your, like you don't have to be shaking your baby. You don't have to be suicidal to have these symptoms. That's the extreme. Mm-hmm. It can be anything from not wanting to leave your husband's side, not being able to sleep because you think your baby's not breathing too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I'm OCD mm-hmm. and I realized I had extreme postpartum OCD. And what was happening was um, My systems were off, and it was causing. I wasn't officially diagnosed with ICD, OCD, but it was like kind of apparent, obviously, mm-hmm. like kind of little mm-hmm. OCD, and it was causing anxiety, which was causing rage, and I was just an angry mother. And I think I knew I had a problem um, before the hospital, and it was I'm I belong I, I sat, I'm LDS Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, um, and it was conference weekend, and I thought, okay, I'm craving connection. I want connection. And because I this my unfair expectations went off, I literally snapped and threw a chair against the wall. Um, I threw like the the toy tramp down the stairs, and um, you know, and then all of a sudden you go to these thoughts of like, oh my gosh, my family deserves better. Oh my gosh, I've ruined my kids for life. Oh my gosh, they deserve a better mother. They're better off without me. I could just die, and Scott can remarry more loving patient, kind wife and all these lies, obviously Mm -hmm. that weren't true. Um, but that's like a hard question for me because looking back, like, be like, obviously I had an issue, but it wasn't until I absolutely snapped. I just wish I had more resources and I wish Mm -hmm. I had more knowledge because I didn't, you don't have to get to that point. Mm -hmm. You can see the signs before. Um, so yeah, that's, it wasn't this time around. It wasn't until I absolutely just you know almost jumped into oncoming traffic wow so whose decision know. was it to go
0: to the to the doctor were were you like okay i i'm going to jump in front of a car or i need to go to the hospital or was it your husband
1: i left i was angry after i snapped and i was throwing things i like broke a chair and like it was horrible it's like the worst and i'm like anyways i got in the car and i just grabbed my flat iron of course I'm <laughs> like makeup and, and I like packed a bag and I just left. I didn't know where I was going. I actually took cash out of our safe because I didn't want anybody to track me by wow. my credit cards. Like I just wanted to get here, and I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was going to do. And, um, my friend manages Cirque Lodge. It's a rehabilitation center for um, addiction. And in all of those jumbled thoughts that were un- like just on how, like, I don't know how, like I was just in a whole other world. Mm-hmm. I had like a logical thought to call her and I didn't know who else to call. Like, I don't know why I thought to call her. It was like just an angel. I honestly mm-hmm. just say like, I, it was a blessing. Yeah. So I called her and I told her what was going on. And she said, you need to go to this treatment facility. I'll call ahead. And it wasn't Cirque Lodge. It was a Provo Canyon behavior hospital. And they called ahead and she's like, this is where it's at. And I need you to go there. Are you safe? And she helped me get there. And at that point I was so angry at my husband. I like thought we were going to get divorced. Honestly, I didn't think we were going to make it. So she's like, are you okay if you, if I call your husband? And I said, sure. Anyway, so he showed up (laughs) at the hospital and, um, anyways, it was me and I, I actually, yeah, got Chick-fil-A. I'm like, are you going (laughs) to feed and like was It's it's strange to think about cuz yeah, no, he didn't know that it was that bad until he walked into the hospital and saw me wow. in the room. So.
0: Wow. So, what did that healing process from there on look like?
1: Um, a lot of work. Um, it was I committed to Scott and I just said, "Listen, like I promise I'll go to therapy every week. Obviously, there's some issues we need to work through our marriage." We need to work through our family. We need to work through my mental health. And then it was there where I took the leap of faith. I met with a psychiatrist and I was so scared to take medication. Um, But I took that jump and it was hard work. It was hard acknowledging that you need to work on yourself. And then in the heat of those moments to remember that you need to work on yourself is probably the hardest thing I've ever done.
0: So where did the journaling fit into all this? Did you just start journaling and realize how healing it was? How did Mm -hmm. that come about?
1: My first journal entry was the day I drove myself to the behavior hospital. I've never journaled. I am not, I have horrible handwriting. I have horrible grammar. I've, I'm just never felt like I was good enough to write. And so, um, what it was in that moment of writing that, I realized I could articulate some of the thought processes, the thought and uh, articulate the way I was feeling more clearly. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just, it was like this snowball effect. Now I just will type and write and go to my notes and it really helps slow my brain down so I can articulate how I'm feeling. So that's how it all began.
0: I found, I mean, I used to journal in high school. I don't know. Did you like about all the boys and whatever? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but then as soon as I got married, I was like, oh, no I need to journal anymore. I don't need to journal about all these boys. And so I stopped journaling for like probably eight years. And then about a couple of weeks before my dad left my mom um, and a bunch of stuff, my sister had a brain mass. all this stuff. I decided I'm going to commit. I like listened to a podcast about gratitude and I was like, I'm going to commit to writing 10 things I'm grateful for every day. Oh, It was probably four days before I left and a week before I found, or before he left and a week before I found out. And so I journaled every day through all of that. And I think that's how I survived it because I could see the blessings and like keep perspective and so many things that like, you think your life is over because you're stuck in this perspective, but because I was looking for things I was grateful for, I could see outside here too. And so journaling saved me. And on this podcast, I literally talk about journaling probably every episode about everything. Like, oh, you're stressed about work journal. You're stressed about your family journal. It could really be like Kylie mentors moms on journaling. Like I love journaling. So I, um, I always say that
1: journaling connects the heart and the brain. Yes, it does. Because What we do, anxiety comes to like what we have 80,000 thoughts a day, Mm -hmm. you know, they say on average. And so when our brain is running so fast, our heart can't keep mm-hmm. up. So it starts to beat fast. And that's where anxiety comes because we can't, we don't know what to do. And we're feeling anxious and I have so much to do. And I have so many thoughts. It can't, it's meant to go like this, but done, 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 done. That when I journal, my brain slows down and my heart goes, Oh, I can keep up with this. Yes. So with my anxiety, which I will have for the rest of my life. It is just such an amazing tool that I love to have in my belt when I feel my brain going a thousand miles an hour, mm-hmm. whether it's listing my to-do list, whether it's mm-hmm. to share do my gratitudes, whether it's I'm feeling a lot of emotion right now, I'm just going to dump. You talked yes. a lot about that in your program, yes. which I love because it was such a good reminder because I'm not perfect at journaling. And I love the, the, the reminders that were through your course of gratitude and my journaling dumping. And it, if people just knew there's not a right or wrong way to journal, all it does is it helps slow down your brain. So your heart can catch up and the anxiety disappears and the perception, the perspective perspective. Yes.
0: And I love that everything you just said. And I also think there's so much that goes on around in our heads. And when we get it out on paper, our heads are clear and I, and it's such a weird thing. It's like, I could be so stressed out in my mind and then write it all down. And then suddenly it's like peace. It's so crazy how it works, but it's,
1: Oh, okay. I can do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you're all the thoughts that are swirling around. Yeah. They start making sense and you start kind of putting the pieces together. So So when did you launch like your first journal?
1: Okay. So I launched my first journal. It's almost going to be two years ago. I need to get an exact date, but it will be almost two years wow. ago. Um, I was reading this book by Gainalyn and Condi, um, on, and it says the title is you're more than enough. You're magnificent. And in the book, she says, that every woman's a wonder woman. And to make your own wonder woman journal to celebrate yourself. And I went, oh my gosh, that's going to be my blog. Like that was my next right step. Like, cause I'm all about the next right step. And, Mm -hmm. um, what's her name? Gabriella Bernstein says inspired action clears the path. And that's my whole journey in a nutshell. And it says, um, I'm going to start a blog and I'm just going to share my wonder woman journal, my journal. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I need to make a journal for every woman because every woman's a wonder woman. And so I took the jump and all the pieces fell into place and it was so scary but it was so invigor- invigorating, well, what's, it's like, mm-hmm. in you know, I yeah. can't get the word, but I was so like, wow, I can create whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So then after I created my first journal, quickly after I created, um, women would say, I don't know how to journal. Like, where do I begin? I don't know where to begin. I always say, start with your gratitudes. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to make a gratitude journal. So I created a gratitude journal. And then at the very end, you still have a space to create your, like, write your wonderful moment and celebrate yourself. So you're creating gratitudes and then focusing on the good. So, but I say that, um, and the embracing the heart and crying, we talked a lot about Mm -hmm. your, um, your, is it your uncle? Yes and how you were crying mm-hmm. and that it's okay to cry and mm-hmm. crying is a wonder woman moment. I always say mm-hmm. Jesus wept. There's no shame in crying in those moments of crying, learning to say like, I'm going to acknowledge these feelings instead of run. And I'm mm-hmm. going to journal to articulate my feelings is actually very healing. So mm-hmm.
0: I agree. So yeah, my process with journaling, when everything was going wrong with my dad and stuff is like, I, there's so much I'm grateful for, but I also need to get all the hard stuff out too. So I would feel all the feels brained up everything, scribble out the things that I didn't want to feel anymore, and then add the gratitude and replace kind of that negative with that like positive energy. When I like shut my journal, I can have that perspective. And it seriously, it is so healing to, to write it all down and just to feel it, feel it all. I think journaling helps you feel the feelings that a lot of us push down until they're too much. And we're driving ourselves to the hospital or we're trying to jump in front of oncoming traffic. Like if you're not feeling those things at some point, it's going to come bust. That's why I tell people really you have will. to feel all of those things, even though it's hard. People don't like to feel them because it's hard to feel those things, but it's That's so, so crucial. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It is.
1: And just be aware of toxic positivity. Cause I say, celebrate your wins in the good during the day, but to also embrace the heart and you keep mm-hmm. it, to validate your feelings. Someone will always have it worse. There's always something worse going mm-hmm. on in the world, but you to remember your feelings are your feelings and validate those. And to not stay there. Cause then you you um, balance it out with gratitude to keep perspective. Exactly. And I think as long as you can, you know, journaling is literally the core keystone of healing for me. And I, and I just want to help every other woman feel that.
0: I love that. I, as you're listening to McKenna, can you see why I love her so much and why we're like the same person? Because I just, she's the best ever. So tell us now after the journals came out, kind of what, how you pivoted your business and like have grown
1: my business. Since I launched the wonder woman journal and you know, then the gratitude journal, I went to Hawaii and every time I have girls, I have some younger girls, um, 10 and nine. And every time they stepped outside their comfort zones, I would call them a wonder girl. So I thought, you know what? I need to create a wonder girl journal for young girls so when we came home from Hawaii, it was like clear as day what it was going to look like. And I created a prompted journal to help walk girls to find the tools that are inside of them. So then after I created the journal, I was like, you know what? I need to create a workbook. Like I really need to help these young minds grasp these tools. So I created a workbook. Next thing you know, I'm like hiring a videographer so he can film me walking them through the workbook. And then I'm like, oh, now I have a Wonder Girl Academy and a confidence course that I'm going to launch on my website. And then my website starts changing. And then um, women were buying the girls journal because they wanted the prompt. So I was like, oh, there's a need. Let me fill it. Here's a wonder woman prompted journal. And then, um, now I'm creating courses for women. Um, I'm running retreats for women. And just like I said, inspired action clears the path. And I never would have thought that, you know, that moment of opening up and thinking I need to share my story to help other women feel like they're not alone would lead me down the path I am today. And now I have goals. I never even thought I would have ever had on my vision board. Thanks to you as well for the doing that with the course. And I'm really excited that it just, I'm ready to, I'm open-minded and pivot to whether to wherever we need to go, but that's how it started. And now this is where we're going. It's been really fun.
0: Yeah. It's incredible to watch. I mean, I've only been watching for the last couple of months. Cause I didn't even know you when you were doing all this, but just watch how aligned your like path is with your purpose and how it's evolved without you even like, it's like, you're like, I want to do this. And then the next day it's like, Oh, here's all this. Okay. And you're like, I want to do this. Oh, here's this. Like, she's like, I really want to be on some podcast interviews guys. She is lined up every week with podcasts all over from like huge, huge, huge podcasts, like big time podcasters and men, which I really appreciate that there are men because I feel like, you know, women can see other women and, and see their, like how much they're doing and changing yeah. lives, especially on this topic of like mental health with women, but to have right. men see it too, and recognize that like you yeah. have just blown really cool. up and like a lot of things that are still secret that she's really blown up on that are coming soon. And it's just so, so awesome to see. It really is mind
1: blowing. And it, but I it want just, women to know that they have a purpose. They just need to take the next right step. Never would have thought that what I'm doing right now was ever on my goal list. It was just, I feel prompted to do this. It called me an executor. Just follow mm-hmm. through and do it and it will take you to the next place.
0: I love that. That's exactly that. how my business has got to where it is too. It's just like the yeah. next right thing, the next door, the next step. You don't have to know 10 steps ahead. You just need to do the next step and the next door no. opens and opens and opens. And then you're yes. opening doors you never even planned on opening. And it's amazing.
1: You're like, wait, what? what? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then it's like, it's, yeah, it's really, it's really exciting. So and I have a lot to owe that to you. You really helped me find my inner confidence and, um, to be fearless, to just go after I love it. Go- bigger goals. I never even thought. So thank you.
0: What I love about all the girls that I coach is they already have all the potential and all the things and all the thoughts and all the plans inside their head. And it's just like a matter of like pushing them along on their journey that they're already on and seeing how like just a little bit of like confidence and validation, like spread your wings wide open and like you're soaring now. It's insane. It's so cool to watch. I've been loving it. Well,
1: it's like you just—I was like standing on the edge. I had all my tools. I have my parachute, mm-hmm. and you just kind of were like a little nudge, like yeah, and you're off. The tiniest, <laughs> so like, the okay. tiniest nudge, Don't and it worry, was like
0: seriously, it's crazy how that tiny nudge just like opened a world of possibilities for you, and now you have this huge plan of um, so many more courses and retreats and things coming that are amazing. So where yep when when you were talking, like what's your message to women? Because that's your whole entire audience is women. What would you want them to know from this podcast and like leave with today? Oh
1: that's a that's a big because I have like a thousand things running through my mind. I want every woman to know, and I really truly believe this. Um, And it's as cheesy as it may come off to some people. um, And you've taught me to stop saying that. So I'm going to pretend I didn't call it cheesy. But I genuinely believe that every every woman on this earth is doing things every day that deserve to be celebrated. And they, they don't need to change who they are to be who they're meant to be. They don't need to change who they are to be a wonder woman. They just need to see inside of them, the tools and the the skill sets that they are. You already have everything you need to be to be who you're meant to be. And that I feel is something that is trained. You need to practice. Mm-hmm. And that's why, why I say recognizing your wonder woman moments in every day. And I want you to know, I believe so like wins, the some days on my hardest days, my win of the day was to getting up, to getting into the shower, doing the dishes, whatever that may be. Those are wins. Those are things that you're knocking off the to-do list, right? I'm celebrating. I'm alive, um, to embracing the hard learning, leaning into the hard and asking what I'm supposed to learn so I can move through. This is a wonder woman moment. Um, learning to laugh at yourself is enormous. I find that Mm -hmm. those moments where you're about to break, you know, you stub your toe or I drove off with the gas pump in my car, you know, (laughs) where you would go into utter shame or anger. Mm -hmm. I just sat there and was like, I just walked into the gas station and I said, hey, so (laughs) I drove off with the gas pump in my car. We just laughed. And you know, guys, it just popped back on a big deal. But stepping outside your comfort zone and stepping into your power it's so important that you have your own individual power and you have everything you need to, you have everything you need to find that.
0: That like seriously, I had the chills. And I love that message so much because I think, especially in the the day and age we live in right now with social media, we're constantly thinking we need more. We need to do more. We need to be more. We need to be like when I'm teaching people how to market themselves, they're always like, well, I'm not funny. I'm not I'm too boring. I'm too this. And and that message, you already have everything you need. You don't need to be anything that you're not to be who you're meant to be. That's powerful right there. That is so powerful. McKenna is someone who has so many words of wisdom for women, but then also just makes things so relatable. That's what I love about McKenna. She makes you feel like the things that are normal to us, like, and the thoughts that we have and all the things that we might feel shame for are just normal parts of life. And like, we don't need to feel shame. And so I want you guys to all go follow her. Tell us where
1: everyone can follow you. Okay. So on Instagram, I am, um, my wonder woman journal on Instagram. And then my website's my And you can sign up for email, um, support. And I'll send you, I'll do journal prompts and updates to sales and um, just fun thoughts in my brain. And there's a blog where I share lots of my thoughts. <laughs> so, and there's so where you can good. Find me.
0: She's as genuine Thanks. and um, wise and relatable as she sounds. I promise you, she is the most just like she just makes you feel good. And I think she does this to everyone. I know, I feel like. I've been her best friend forever, but I think everybody probably feels that when they're with her because she genuinely just cares about women. And you can feel that when you're with her, like every single time.
1: Well, thank you. I do feel a strong connection with you. You're an angel and there is no coincidence that we're supposed to be friends and connected. So I thank you for all your help that you've helped me this weekend at retreat. Just a last note is I want women to get a pl- blank piece of paper, whether you have a journal, whether you have my journal or a different journal, I don't care. Whatever you have, go get a piece of paper and write down we did this at retreat last weekend with women it was really powerful um we i can ramble on this forever so tell me to stop if you need me to but (laughs) i just want every woman to go down to a piece of paper and write 10 things they know that they are or Mm. if you struggle with that because there were some women there that really struggled with saying like what i really hate myself Mm
0: -hmm. then
1: i said okay just what do you want to embody what do you want And you know, then they started to flow like, okay, I want to embody this. Like if think of the person who loves you the most, well, how would they describe you? Mm -hmm. So come up from a couple different perspectives, write down as many things as you can pick two or pick three or four. Um, and you're going to write an, I am statement. I say the words that follow, I am are magic. The universe always says, yes, if you say I am dumb, I am stupid. The Mm -hmm. universe says yes.
0: Mm -hmm. So we come
1: up with an, I am statement. And if you say I'm smart and beautiful and kind and Mm -hmm. ambitious. And all the things the universe says, yes, yes, you are. Mm -hmm. So following Mm -hmm. I am is magic. So you come up with an I am statement and we, and then you say it three times to yourself. I'm kind, passionate, loving. um, I'm trying to remember mine. I just wrote it. I have to write it down. I'm a kind, loving, passionate, beautiful daughter of God. And then you say it three times. And the first time you say it, the second time you acknowledge it. And the third time you claim it. And then we say, we each girl stood up and they'd say their I am statement. And the third time when they're claiming it, we're saying, who are you? I'm loving, passionate, daughter of God. And we'd say, yes, you are. And she'd sit down and say, I know. Thank you.
0: So I challenge
1: every girl and woman listening to go write a list and come up with your own I am statement and look in the mirror and say it three times as part of your affirmation. So
0: that's beautiful. I love that. I'm going to do that today because I feel like I need that to remind myself and I'm going to tape it on my mirror so I can do it every morning. Cause that is, I have an I am statement, but I don't do it that way. I don't like claim it. And I think that in it of itself is a whole powerful part of that. Thank you so much for all of your wisdom. You're amazing.
1: You. I think you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me and letting me ramble. <laughs> I love your rambling.
0: I think we need to bring you back on and have like just like each topic you talked about on its own podcast. Like, I feel like every single thing you talk about, an I am statement could be a whole 40-minute
1: talk Oh, yeah, sure. inner child work was what we yes. did this weekend, And oh it was really powerful. I'll have to talk to you about some exercises that we did. Yes. It was really cool and I run retreats. So if you're ever interested in doing retreats or interested in what we do, we had a girl fly in from Washington. Amazing. We had people driving from all over, um, to do these retreats and, um, we only take so many. And so, mm-hmm. um, our and next one's going to be powerful guys. Yeah. You came for a little bit to our yes. other ones back in they're powerful. the winter
0: everyone's cool. crying everyone's healing it's magical it's amazing so definitely go start following her so you can start getting in on all this goodness that's like every day with McKenna so thank you every so much McKenna hey maybe
1: that's the podcast we're talking about I
0: love every that day <laughs> every day with McKenna for I real then it's- I like that. Every this day- is perfect she keeps pushing
1: me to do a podcast and I'm like I don't
0: know what
1: do yeah, I do every day with McKenna every we day just came McKenna. up with that. I like that watch for that
0: podcast coming soon subscribe now yeah (laughs) perfect thank you thank you for being here on the kylie mentors mom's podcast if you have a friend that needs to hear this message please share hang out with us daily at kylie and studios on instagram and use the hashtag kylie mentors mom's